Well, welcome again. I'm Michael Cooper, and uh, we are nearing the conclusion of this class on the study of the Ephesian movement. And as we've been talking about this, we have over and over again put forward this idea that there are three areas of ministry in the New Testament church. The ministry of gospel proclamation, the ministry of social justice, and the ministry of apologetics. And I'm privileged today to have Dr. Steve Leston join us. He is going to be teaching us uh, about the ministry of apologetics. Steve, welcome. Uh, thank you, Michael. It's a pleasure. I am. Yeah, I am so excited that uh, we're doing this together. And uh, over the past year or more that we've gotten to know each other, I've just been so appreciative of your heart for apologetics and your approach to apologetics. But before we dive into that, tell us a little bit about yourself. All right. Well, I uh, currently serve as the president and CEO of To Every Tribe. We're a mission agency that is involved with planting churches among the unreached. We do focus a lot on, on prepping missionaries before they go do the job. So we have a training emphasis where our missionaries serve in Mexico for a couple of years where we train them and then, and then send them out. Um, and my passion in life has been to equip people to uh, engage with the gospel. Um, I was raised in a church that was not very strong uh, in terms of understanding the gospel. I had a lot of questions in life, and, and it sent me on a journey from when I was a young man till today to just try to understand these truths and then equip people to engage others. And, and so that's just been the driving passion that has led me to what I'm doing today. Wow. Yeah, cool. You know what? One of the joys that we have in doing these Ephesiology Masterclasses is that we have instructors that just aren't thinkers, but they're practitioners. And so I, I appreciate that so much, Steve, that you're not just out there thinking about these things, you're writing about them, talking about them, but you're actually putting, putting them into practice. So um, I think that makes this course a rich course. Well, you're going to be teaching the course on the ministry of apologetics. And tell us, how would you describe that ministry today? It's a great question. You know, uh, obviously the word, as many people know, the word apologetics derives itself from the idea of defense, giving a defense, an apologia, a defense of, of the faith. But apologetics, in, in taking it at, at that level, sometimes can seem like we're just on the defensive, like attacks are coming at us and we have to be able to defend off every secularist or atheist or, or other religion coming at us. But I actually see apologetics encompassing a little bit more than that, being a little more robust. It is true that there's, there's a defensive side. There are arguments that will come against Christ, and we should be ready to clearly communicate Christ in light of the arguments that come against it. Yeah. But robust apologetics takes us uh, another level where we actually are also engaging ideas in the world. Engaging the false ideas of the world, in, engaging the areas where people are struggling. I was recently having a conversation with somebody uh, who said that, you know, my belief systems are crumbling in light of the COVID virus. Hmm. And at that moment, that is a wide open apologetics. What are your belief systems? Why are they crumbling? Tell me about those. So we can then show you a belief system that doesn't crumble under a virus. Wow. And so there's an element for me that I like to say that apologetics is the idea of defending, 
but it's also the idea of engaging. And, and so what we want to be able to do is to say, I want to know what your belief system is. I want to know what your worldview is. And I want to be able to engage that with the gospel mm-hmm. and, and maybe help you achieve something that your worldview cannot give you. Hope, peace, security, stability, all of that. Life, eternal life, all of that. And I see that in the ministry of Jesus, like with the woman at the well. Yeah. You know, he's engaging her worldview, engaging her uh, aggressively uh, in a way to say, listen, I can give you water that will never make you thirst again. And, and so yeah. so minist- apologetics, to kind of sum that up, is it is true. There's a defensive side. Um, but the reality is that there's also an engaging side. And, and for, for me, I like to prepare people more on that engaging side than, than just on the uh, be ready for the Mormon that might come to your door. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Well, I, I love that. And I've cheated, haven't I? Because I've seen your outline for the course and <laughs> I'm thrilled about this because you talk about a worldview apologetics. And we know, you know, those of us have, who have been students of apologetics, we know about evidentialist approaches and presuppositional approaches and cultural approaches to, poly, to apologetics. But you're talking about worldview apologetics. Just very briefly t- t- touch on that. What, what do you mean by that? I know you just described some of it, but how would you kind of succinctly uh, define that? So a worldview is simply the constellation of beliefs that help you interpret the world or that you use to interpret the world. The, the beliefs, the values, the morals, it's how it's the makeup of all of those things that cause you to interpret what you see in front of you. So, so a worldview apologetic then is saying, Hey, I would like to enter into your worldview Mm -hmm. and help try to understand what are the constellation of beliefs that you're using to interpret the world. If a war breaks out, if, your mother dies, if you lose your job, if you get a disease, if you're getting ready to die. I want to talk to you about those constellation of beliefs that you have and basically ask you the question, are these set of beliefs able to uphold you and sustain you? Is there enough there? Because I would like to introduce you to a worldview that has a set of beliefs that can sustain you in life and in death, in poverty and in wealth. Wow. In success and in failure, in struggles and in joys, and 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 so worldview apologetics is teaching people how to have that kind of what I would call spiritual conversation mm-hmm. that allows you to understand the constellation of beliefs, and then, in essence, sh- ha- help them by their own description discover the weaknesses of those of mm-hmm. their worldview, and then show them here's Christ, here's a worldview yeah. that that is. That, that provides a way, a truth, and a life, which is what you're ultimately seeking. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, that's going to be a rich, rich course. Now, you wrote a book on apologetics, and I, I'm sure you're going to connect that book to the course, and, and uh, I'm excited about that. Tell us a little bit about your book. Yeah. So if you look up this book under the title of apologetics, it won't show up there, and that's intentional, okay. uh, because what it is, is it's, it's a book called The Bible and World History. And what it does is it traces what was going on in the world as the Bible's unfolding. Hmm. But it's not a history book, per se, as much as it is about worldviews, as much as it is about 
the idea of Christianity, the things that went on in the world, how Christianity or, or how God himself, going back from, from Genesis to about the year 100, how God is literally engaging and controlling and shaping the world. Mm. And the idea behind it is to introduce to people this basic worldview that says God is in control of this world. Yeah. And just a little quick anecdotal story of how it was used. I received a letter from a a woman who uh, her son died and uh, 10 or 11 year old son just just fell down and died. Some kind of genetic thing. It destroyed their family. And they were, her and her husband were, you know, fighting and all the mm-hmm. stress that comes when, when a child just suddenly dies. And the wife uh, started developing a, an affair with a man at work, an emotional affair, and she was about ready to go and, and carry out a full affair. On her way to meeting this guy at work, she stopped at a bookstore and picked up my book. Mm-hmm. And when she read it, she, she said in the letter she sent to me, she saw that God was in control of the world. It introduced mm-hmm. her to this worldview that this is God's world, all aspects, not just what goes on in a church, yeah, but yeah. all aspects, whether it's the kings of the world, whether it's the battles. And at that moment, she, you know, walked away from the affair and went to restore things with her husband because she realized that God was in control and present and that this event didn't surprise him mm. and that and that there's a consummation coming of restoration and 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 when she saw that it it introduced her to a worldview that was what she wanted and that's what I'm hope what I want this book to do is to introduce yeah. you to the idea of how big God is and and that this can sustain you in this world yeah wow wow Dang it. You know what? Uh, talking to you makes me want to go back to seminary or to go to take some more courses or something. Uh, this is going to be fantastic. You know, we live, as you're very well aware, we, we're living in very tumultuous times, not just in North America, but around the world. Uh, Steve, tell us why now, why is the ministry of apologetics important for the church today? You know, uh, the age that we live in, is uh, you could you could you know look at it and assign what what we'd call like a post-truth culture, mm-hmm. meaning we're not arguing ideas on facts. We're not arguing ideas on you know what is true or not. What we have are a series of emotional positions, yeah. and people are, wow. are are living on these emotional positions, right? They are they're and 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 we're selling them emotionally. We're 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 charging people up. We're we're going to use all in every statements, right? all rich people, all poor people, you know, all of this, all of that. And, and when we see that kind of inclusive language of all, it creates emotion and energy on creating, you know, divisions. Yeah. What we have to do is, is, is at this moment now, it's important for the church not to jump on one of those two sides. That's I'm going to stand on this side and I'm going to argue the all on the other side and, mm. and polemically feed this kind of post-truth world. Yeah. We need to take yeah. a step back and stop and explain to people, hey, listen, that belief system that you're holding to, it isn't working. Just for yeah. a moment, let's stop and consider who God is. Let's stop and consider Christ as king. Mm. Let's stop and consider the love of the gospel. And and we need believers who can take a step back and skillfully 
show uh, something different than an emotional polemic, but actually a thought and an idea, a life changing idea. Wow. That, that, that can sustain it. We need to really equip people for this today. I, uh, more than ever, because, uh, we just can't stay on this emotional plane any longer. It's, it's ripping the church apart. It really is. Wow. Boy, what a timely course this is going to be. Steve, I am so grateful for our partnership. Looking forward to the impact uh, that this course is going to have. And and for those of you who are going to be taking this course, um, I know that you're going to be richly blessed as you learn more about how you can effectively engage different worldviews. And so uh, I look forward to you registering for the class and continuing on uh, your journey as you look for how God is positioning you to engage in ministry in the world today. 